0: What's up Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Oh. What was that? Oh. Were you oh, oh you Radio. Thought, you, you thought the Captain Joey Savage was here today. No, but he's a... Uh... No Captain Joey Savage. That's right. The head of HR is burning through yet another of Nico's sick days. At this point he might be on mine, honestly.
1: Uh yeah. I don't I don't think I get vacation until twenty twenty two now. Yeah. You actually owe us days. We need you to work 360 days next year. 370. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you need more hours than there are hours on the planet, so... You know what that means. First of all, you're listening to 104.5, 106.1, The Sister Stations, and
0: we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All these are true. Welcome to a brand new week, and welcome to a brand new Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out as uh, Corey DLG, and with me as usual, little brother Nico. Yep. Um, you know what that means. It just means you have to travel faster. <laughs>
1: Just have to go through time.
0: Yeah. You know, they've, they've proven Einstein was correct, that, that time is relative. Right. Um, one of my favorite time is relative experiments was they took two atomic clocks, one on a bullet train and one in a stationary place that were synced. hmm And then they sent the bullet train off on its journey. And, like, six hours later, there was a difference in time. The one in the atomic... The one in the bullet train had gone slower than the one outside, because time is relative. That's wild. That's weird to think about, right? Yeah, and it wasn't a huge, like, I'm not. it wasn't hours. It was, like, a couple seconds, but they were no longer synced.
1: Well, that's, see, well, that's relevant, so if you're, so wait, so the one that went faster, time, the, time slowed for the one that went faster. Okay. Does this mean the flash,
0: like, doesn't
1: age very fast?
0: So, in theory, well, no, because really what it means is time is different on both sides of that coin, To the outside world, it was one set of time. To the inside world, it was another. Right. So, Flash thinks he's the same age, but the rest of the world time would go regular speed. So, he would, in theory, age much faster. That's really sad. In theory, I always thought about this. Like, realistically, they should be burning through flashes like every couple of years. Right. Because he's going so fast. Yeah. He's using so much. Like, the amount of time he exists versus the amount of time we exist with him
1: are vastly different. Yeah. So it's like when he was using the Justice League supercomputer and he's like, This thing's kinda slow And they're like, It's literally the fastest thing on the planet. Right.
0: <laughs> um well there's that one there's the JLA Earth Two Crisis on Infinite, or whatever they call it, the animated movie mm-hmm. where they have where Batman tricks evil Flash into vibrating at the right frequency mm-hmm. so he can like jump match portals and all that. When he comes back and the flash stops vibrating He's aged significantly. He's an old man now. And Batman Batman had stopped his Flash from doing it. He was like, no, only he can do it. And their Flash was like, oh, well, that's kind of a downer. I wanted to try. And then when they were done, our, their Flash was like, oh. Never mind, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> you're real old now. <laughs> but it was because he was in, like, hyper speed for this incredible amount of time and energy. Makes sense. Time is relative.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I always thought was, like, if time's relative, because he did travel through time. Yeah. Like, he causes all the Flashpoint, so. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah, he does. And, and like, and forgets it somehow. Like, he has, like, a time nightmare or
1: something. Time nightmare. Well, that was, like, a, there was a Disney movie that I watched where it was, like, it was, like, these three guys would use, like, a time machine, mm-hmm. and, like. Every like, they were like, okay, well, let's see if it works. So they like, they get like, got like the lottery numbers, and then like went back in time and like tried to play the lottery, but like, like stuff in the universe kept happening, so that they could never change who won. So like, they went and bought the ticket, got the numbers, and like lost the ticket, and the guy like found it who won it originally. Oh, like the universe like corrected itself to always be like. Well, so that's like
0: uh, H.G. Wells's time machine, uh, and the most recent version of that movie. Uh, the guy finds the the guy builds a time machine because his wife he proposes to that girl and she gets killed in the park, mm-hmm. and so they flash forward. They flash forward to a, a, a f- to him building the time machine. He then travels back in time and prevents the robbery, and then he watches her get like killed by a horse or something. I don't remember what. Oh, someone had just built like the first like they were working on a prototype for the first car. Mm-hmm. And it goes haywire, runs her over. Wow. So, like, she keeps dying. And so, like, by the third time, he's just like, okay, I can't save her. Her death is... Inevitable. Yeah, it's, like, permanent. And so, from there, I, that's one of those two theories. It's one of the things they talk about in Avengers Endgame that I don't know if everybody call it, like, they can't change what happened, like, the flow of time. Yeah. So, they're saying that that's why they had to... Because it's the only hole in my argument that Iron Man's a jerk, Yeah, if you remember, my position there is that... He's a jerk because he doesn't want his daughter to go away. Right, because what I said they should do is... One of the conversations they're having is like, oh, no, you gotta... If you do it any other time before Thanos destroys the gems, then Thanos will just undo it. Mm -hmm. And so my position is that what you should do if you're jumping around time and collecting these gems anyway is you just go to, like, the day after Thanos destroys the gems in this reality and then bloop everybody back. It's only been eight days or whatever. Yeah. So then that's where you undo it. But the conversation they have when they're talking about time travel is like, oh, Back to the Future is fake and whatever, whatever, is you can't change the past because it's already the past. Yeah. Is what Hulk is saying. You You can't... Going back in time and changing the future is just changing your own past, which is which you can't do. So you have to go to some point that's not occurred yet to do it.
1: So they bring the gems to the current
0: time, right? And that's when they go ahead and bring them back. But to me, that's not. I don't know if that's how time flows.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say that because, like, so the. Also, with something as powerful as the Infinity Gems, yeah, it kind of breaks all the rules. In it, one of them is the Time Stone, right? That could literally turn back time, right? You Cause could do because remember, Vision exploded, right? He just reversed it back and took the stone. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what happened. <laughs> he was just like, "Hold on, I'll personally rewind real quick."
0: <laughs> all right, thanks. He's <laughs> like, "I know you just murdered your lover to prevent me from destroying the universe, but I am gonna undo that, remurder him, take the stone anyway." If there's ever, like, an ultimate middle finger to someone's giant sacrifice for the greater good, it's oh, it's, it's that. that. It's, yeah.
1: it's that. And that's why I think it's really funny where he's like, I don't even know who you are. Right. <laughs> She's like, you took everything from me. And he's like, like could you be more specific? Killed half the galaxy. He did kill half the universe. Yeah, universe. That's crazy, man. <laughs> so, like, so how does that work? Is that a different timeline? Is a timeline where he doesn't have the time stone or doesn't destroy vision? Well, no, like, because clear- there's two versions of time travel in Avengers where there's direct time travel right, with the time stone. Where he just literally just rewound time. Right. He just went back. He put Vision in a former state, which he was no longer in. So I'm guessing if you... Are and uh, considering he destroyed the... the what, is, what stone does he have? Is it the Mind Stone? Yeah, the Mind Stone. If he destroys the. Also, if they destroyed the Mind Stone, I feel like there should have been a lot more fan, like, more explosion to that. Because it's one of, like, the gems of creation of the universe.
0: Or, like, something should have happened. Right. Like, everyone went into a coma or something. Or even Thanos would have been affected by that or something.
1: Right. This is literally. It's one of the most powerful artifacts in all of Marvel getting blown up. And, like, I feel like it was just kind of like. <laughs> like a little firecracker. It's like that was an entire, like. S- like universe condensed into a rock, right? <laughs> it was the essence of mind in one little stone,
0: and it blew some- up like a firecracker. And somehow, barely, barely the universe noticed when it was destroyed, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And then that. he just kind of like
0: rewinds yeah, it and then takes it. So okay, and then if you think about this, when Doctor Strange has the time stone and he's been there with Dormanu in the mo- in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, he and introduces
1: like, the concept of time to the negative zone, or and whatever he, and it's he, called. Well,
0: he put a time loop there. He's like, Ch-ch-ch-ch. he just magically knew how to set a time loop with the Infinity Stone. And so, like, Dormanu can't escape the loop without Doctor Strange doing something. Right. So, Dormanu who's like a super crazy mega-demon who can fuel a bunch of wizards using evil powers, and Doctor Strange is like, time loop, I win. <laughs> time loop, it just annoyed him into oblivion is what happened. Yeah, no, pretty much. We're going to do this for all of eternity. So the flip side of that is, and then Dr. Strange also saw a million timelines with the time stone also. So like, there's all kinds of, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how time travel works. Because like, if you could see all the timelines, then you could pick the outcome. You could pick what timeline you're in.
1: Yeah, theoretically. Well, that's
0: what Dr. Strange did, essentially.
1: Yeah, he's like, I have, to, I have to do the things that I can to make sure that we hit the one that, the one that succeeds. succeeds. So he picked their timeline. Correct. So if that's
0: the case, then time is not immutable. It can be changed because Doctor Strange changed time. Because the other truth about time is time is relative. So like, even though it goes forward and backwards for us, if you watch something like... Uh, what's the Matthew McConaughey movie where he... Interstellar. Interstellar. And there's like these fifth dimensional beings that are interacting with them throughout the movie, sort of. And it turns out that... Time isn't relative for them. They can't pinpoint points in time. So since they can't do that, they need someone like Matthew McConaughey to manipulate their sense of time for him to save humanity. Like that's that's a crazy thought. But the reality is, time is only relative to people experiencing it. So right, if you're picking timelines and you're collecting Infinity Stones, Iron Man's still a jerk because you could have gone right. You could have you could have brought everybody back.
1: Yeah, but it, like, if they would have gone back into the future, would everyone want to be back? Would it be a different timeline at that yeah, point?
0: It'd be, yeah, it'd be a different timeline, but it'd be one where they failed, but they failed for, like, a week, or whatever it was where Thanos was gone. Remember the beginning of the movie where he's on that other planet, and then he uses the gems to destroy the gems?
1: Right, he hurts himself.
0: Hurts himself real bad. That would be the entire time that everyone's gone. Yeah. Because that's what I would do. I would pick the day I mean, after- You
1: could, could, could theoretically if they had created the entire plan, could have theoretically just come back, beat him up, and stolen the gauntlet. <laughs> well, no, because you don't want him to know. Because then you've, you've still got to do the same thing where you get rid of the gems. I guess
0: it's fair. So you wait for him to destroy the gems so he has no option to retaliate. And he's weak. And he's weak. And you, re- you go to that point in time with the gems, snap your fingers, everyone's back, everyone's only been dead for like an hour, and then you put the gems back. Yep. Iron Man's a jerk. And then crippled Thanos is on his little hiding planet like, well, everyone's back? Like, what happened? It was temporary? What did it's I like do? It's like
1: solved everything.
0: Oh, man, that would be a weird feeling, right? Your life goal was destroying all life or half the life in the universe, and then when you finally do it? They just undo it immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I made it! I'm a winner! What? they They did what? They brought everyone back. Get me the... Go- oh, I just broke it.
0: Ah. Oh, uh, of all the times to break something.
1: Darn. Two and a half hours, I still don't know how Avengers time travel works.
0: <laughs> it's, it's been like six months, we still don't know how it works. Actually, when did that movie come out? March? Yep. Yeah. S- six months, seven months. We seven still months, and i still know. like,
1: I don't really know, I don't really get it.
0: Yeah, because they use basically all versions of time
1: travel throughout
0: the throughout the series of movies. Yeah,
1: they go direct with the time stone. Then they go like you can see all the futures using the time stone. Right. So obviously the time stone is just insane, but that also means so even that if
0: even if the time stone is like the magic marker of this situation and can do the things that they say they can't do without it, mm-hmm. once they have it, they can still do those things.
1: Right. Also this means that once they once they assemble the infinity gauntlet they could theoretically reverse time all the way back to when that happened.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying like there's really no reason that it had to be the way it was except because Tony Stark had a baby
1: right and like a lot of people would be like oh but there's a lot of people like born it's like yeah a lot of people lost their entire families right. look like at hawkeye literally his entire like he, he spent the, the last worst r- f- <laughs> yeah he spent <laughs> the last five years just
0: being the worst human being ever because
1: murdering everybody because his entire because he low rolled to hell and like <laughs> lost his entire family all three of his children his wife <laughs> yeah that's like, a rough day all of them at once. All right, on that high note, we're going to jump out
0: here. When we come back, we got more nerd Talk Radio coming your way, and maybe we won't talk about time travel. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested In self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA, taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to some more Nerd Thug Radio. We are hanging out here on 104.5 and 106.1, the Sister Stations, and Mm -hmm. as always, we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check out NerdThugRadio.com or Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Oh, look at that. That's in stereo. In stereo. Well. (laughs) Well, It should always be in stereo, I hope. Shut your mouth. Don't you get technical with me, boy. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. I got nothing. It's real aggressive. Sometimes you got to just show some teeth, okay? You got to just let them know. That's fair. Still the alpha in this jungle. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Doesn't sound very alpha, does it? No. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's a lot going on. Before we get into anything here, want to tell uh all of our friends about our other friend Cox
1: ATA. Cox ATA arts, Leader in ATA Marshalls. Now with three convenient locations, one in the Woodlands. One in Conroe and one in Magnolia. Kia mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. You can use these two weeks for anything. They got all kinds of classes: self defense, Tai Chi, Taekwondo. They got classes for the small ones from if you're three, if you're 93, senior citizens. All sorts of classes. They're very flexible. They're great family friendly people. Uh, again, three locations now. Yes, you can go to any of these locations. Med- ner- mention Nerd Thick Radio. Get your two free weeks of training. Fall in love with the schedule. Fall in love with uh, getting into a new routine. It's, yeah, it's martial arts. It's real cool. So head them out. Check them out on the Facebook page. All that jazz. Cox ATA. Yeah, martial
0: arts. Yeah, they're they're they really are. great people. The uh the poker tournament's coming up this weekend. I'm gonna win a lot of someone's money from the uh, Cox ATA team. True, true. Just open their wallet and just take a bunch of it out. Take it to the bank with me. It's sort in of a, a game of poker. <laughs> in a game of yes. You're yes. not robbing them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not robbing them in the sense that they willingly put it on the table. Right. But I'm robbing them in the sense that I am taking it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little upset that I'm not at the final table. And I'm only not at it because I missed the last game. Fool. I was like, points, I'm still in it. I'm actually in like a, a multi-way tie for sixth place. But it's only the top six. So so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's depressing. That's <sighs> all right. I'll just have to be king of the losers table, I guess. I am king of the loser table. <laughs> I don't even like that phrase. Out of the two tournaments I played, I won one of them <laughs> completely. Oh well. Losers table. Losers table. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh well. All right. So, uh, have you seen the Joker yet? No, I have not. You and I might be the only two people on the planet who haven't. I seen know it. it's. I've. I've
1: really wanted to go, but I just haven't.
0: It's breaking, um, seven hundred million this weekend. That's not bad. Which will surpass Justice League and Man of Steel. Well,
1: DC, know what that means? Just get, just get better actors. Keep making weird serial killer angry movies right Joaquin Phoenix is just such a good
0: actor he well he is but he's made plenty of movies that nobody goes and sees right well I mean I think part of the appeal of this movie was people were it was called Joker and there's a lot of people who were real interested in the idea of a Joker movie right think about the think about this the absolute obsession over Jared Leto playing the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie keeping in mind that the Suicide Squad movie has Will Smith Margot Robbie uh, it's got a killer croc. Like, it's clearly not about Joker. Mm-hmm. But because the Joker's in it, that was, like, a huge, like, Jared Leto was so much part of the media and part of all the stuff leading up to the movie. He's in, like, three scenes. He is in, like, three scenes. I think... And one of
1: them's after,
0: like, the action ends. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think he's, like... I think we, as, a, as like, a movie-going audience are...
1: As a pop culture, too just sort of obsessed with the Joker. Oh, yeah. I, I think what really solidified his... Well, he's always been important, but I think what really solidified his place in pop culture was the... Um, I'm blanking out his name. The Dark Knight one. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger.
0: Well, but even... even I mean, it's always f- been someone important who's played him. I mean, it was Jack Nicholson before that. I mean, true, you don't get true. any bigger than Jack freaking Nicholson. Like, he is... You hear, okay, Jack Nicholson at this point is, I think, in his mid-70s. And you hear women still talk about how sexy he is. You hear men talk about how, how like, interesting he is to be around. Like, there's, Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholson is still the man. And then Heath Ledger, that Joker was incredible. Uh, and even more than that, like, he was kind of coming into his own as, like, this incredible actor right at that time. Right. I don't, it's kind of, we. I don't know. I don't know. What do you What do you think?
1: Um, I think it's just kind of like every era has its Joker.
0: <laughs> but don't like, you think it's really close between like there was no Joker forever, and then it's Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix, all within what twelve years, ten years?
1: Yeah, but no one really takes the Leto one very seriously. One because of his oh. lack of appearances, and two, uh, there was a lot of people upset about it. <laughs> what, wh- I feel like everyone has like a Joker that they like. Because I mean, The Dark Knight was what. 10 years ago already? Probably more than that, if we're being honest. 12 years ago? You want to look that up? I don't know. When did the Dark Knight come out? I want to say like 2008.
0: Uh, You're probably pretty close. You're probably pretty close to that. Dark Knight. uh, To me...
1: I was right, 2008. Yeah. So 11 years ago.
0: And then Batman, the first one is 1989. So you're talking about 11 plus 8. You're talking about 19 years between Jokers. And then within the next... 10 years. You have
1: three Jokers. You have three jokers, one of which I don't count. I don't. I don't count Jared but... Well, he. Uh, let's be clear. He counts. He counts. It no, happened. he definitely does.
0: By the way, his feelings are really hurt. He's actually yeah. saying publicly he's not going to be doing any Joker at all now. Like he's like, well, they've got their Joker.
1: I'm. I don't need to do it. Yeah. Also, well, I mean, they they made a Joker movie immediately after, had casting him as a Joker and not even airing apparently like a quarter of the scenes that he filmed as it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. Let's wrap our brains around that. So. There's a massive fan base who wants a Snyder cut of the Justice League movie Mm -hmm. because they feel like the Justice League movie would be better if they see the Zack Snyder version of it. However, we we know there's a whole bunch of scenes missing from Suicide Squad, and nobody's banging down the door to see those.
1: Right. No one's
0: like... There's not like a Joker cut floating around. And I know that on the... I know part of that is the Suicide Squad movie. They released all the Joker scenes as like extras on like the ultimate package or whatever. Mm -hmm. But still, nobody's going around going, we want the Joker cut of the Suicide Squad.
1: Nobody was even saying that post the movie. Right. Right. They were like, man, I thought the Joker would be in it more. And then Jared Leto makes a statement where he was like, yeah, there was a ton of more Joker. Yeah,
0: that was one of the things I I think people came to him after the movie came out and were kind of like, hey, any comment on, like,
1: the you know. The fact you only had, like, s- four scenes. Yeah. grand like, ran totally in, like, nine minutes. And he was like, yeah, there's, like, 45 minutes of Joker somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We filmed a lot more. Well, because,
0: like, I remember leading up to it, Margot Robbie had had a bunch of quotes where she was like, yeah, it was really weird filming with Jared Leto because... Jared Leto wanted to do this thing where they did no rehearsal the days before. So, like in movies, you'll do a lot of rehearsal, walkthrough before you have the the crew on set because the crew is what costs extra money, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like you'll rehearse the scene five or ten or twenty times and go with the director and get it all blocked out and what it's going to look like, and then you go and actually do it you on know, like set, film with, it. Yeah, but with Jared Leto, he wanted he wanted the Joker to be surprising, and so. Margot Robbie didn't know what Jared was going to do in any of the scenes, is what she said. Mm. Um, so there was no rehearsal. But she also talked about how like it was really tense filming those scenes because you never knew he was he was so erratic, erratic and unpredictable that you didn't know what was going to happen. Which is, I mean, I mean, I mean, he is a what method actor? What do they call? Uh, I guess so. But like, like to an extent, to but more than that, the idea that you would be comfortable around the Joker is, you know, inaccurate. I would think right. Here's a guy who literally, like, he would destroy Gotham with a laughing gas bomb if he thought it was funny enough, like,
1: right, just to flex on Batman, <laughs> right,
0: like, well, just to just to have a laugh if he wanted to, like, so the idea of Joker being this wildly unpredictable thing makes sense. I, I like it. I think it's an interesting idea, but there wasn't. I don't feel like there was a, the same clamor for people to be like, "Where's my Where's my Joker movie? Where's my, Where my Joker cut?"
1: Yeah, and then the weird announcement and the fact that this movie is so wildly different from anything DC's done up to this point.
0: Also, it felt very rushed in production, if you remember. Like, from when it was yeah officially announced to when, like, the first teaser trailer came out. And then, like, eight months later, a trailer, and they're, they're like, hey, we're almost done with the movie.
1: Yeah, like, they cranked this out, I feel, pretty fast. I mean, when's The Flash happening? It's been announced for like two <laughs> years, and they haven't even got a director.
0: By the way, Jason Momoa apparently had meetings recently where he walked in and he pitched an entire Aquaman 2, and he is currently listing as a co-writer on Aquaman 2. What a legend. So That's a guy who's
1: got his stuff together. That's a guy who really wants to, to be... He wants to do something. he's like Margot Robbie, who actually, like, the only reason that they have, like, half of a movie lineup. Exactly, is
0: Margot Robbie. I mean, I, I am pumped for the Birds of Prey movie, though. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be good. So, how do you feel about the idea that the Joker is now, I guess, the most
1: successful, the most successful DC film franchise now? I suppose franchise, the singular movie.
0: I, I I I noticed they didn't say Dawn of Justice or whatever. I don't know where that one does that. Did that one make more than Justice I think, League? I don't remember.
1: I think so. I think I got like a billion.
0: So it's it's coming in like somewhere third right now in the DC pantheon, right?
1: Wonder Woman. It's like one. Uh, I think Wonder Batman Woman.
0: v Superman, Wonder Woman, somewhere in that
1: order. I think I it, think like it's Batman v Superman. I think Aquaman's next,
0: and then Wonder Woman. And then
1: Wonder Woman. So this is coming in fourth. Yeah, somewhere around there. Cause yeah, cause I think both of those did more, more than seven hundred. I think like Wonder Woman was like seven fifty, and like Aquaman was like eight or something.
0: Okay, so then how do you feel about that?
1: That Joker is the fourth highest. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I, I'm I, Man, I'm surprised. I really, I really, am. I don't, I don't think so at all.
0: I didn't see anything
1: appealing about
0: this movie, and I like the Zaza beats chick from uh, from Deadpool too. I thought she was cool looking. I thought she was interesting. I didn't. I, that wasn't even enough to get me to want to see
1: this movie. I, I was, I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. And the thing that really surprised me is how well it's done. Not only like. It's done well, like, sales-wise, but critically, it's actually done pretty decently well. No, people
0: are saying nice things.
1: And that is surprising because it's almost the exact opposite of everything, like, DC does, where they're like...
0: <laughs> where critics say mean things. But where, like,
1: it does super well financially, yeah. and critics are like, yeah, it's pretty garbo, dude. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: uh, how much time, how, how, what have we done here? We're at 25.
0: All right, so we're going to jump out. When I come back, when we come back, I want to ask you about what you're saying, but I want to flip it, and we're going to talk Marvel. All right, fair enough. This is Northern Tug Radio. We'll be right back. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested In Self-Defense, Taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month.
1: Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas a and Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>
0: What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to some more Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Mm-hmm, and we're streaming mm-hmm. worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. True, true. Uh, before we get into my question to you that I posed, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna tell you guys about Adventure Begins, Comics Games, and more. Adventure begins right there on 1488. Uh, it's awesome. That's where my comic pool box is. We hang out there every Friday playing hero clicks. We try to keep it friendly. Um uh, tonight, uh, they're having Chaz's awesome trivia night from six to eight p.m. Um, first and second and third place win prizes, and it's a BYOB event, so you might want to swing by next door and uh, stop by TAP and see what's up. Um, Friday night magic is going on October twenty fifth from seven to ten p.m. Shadows of Innistrad, the booster draft. Um, Shadows of
1: Innistrad, that's an old set.
0: Yeah, it's a throwback because of Halloween. Ah, that's cool. And then Saturday, October 26th, we're doing a Halloween Comic Fest. Free comics, free candy, a costume contest, prizes galore. Don't miss out. Plan on being at The Adventure Begins the Saturday before Halloween for some great fun and free stuff. Um, there's a lot going on. Also, November 2nd coming up is Extra Life.
1: That's so exciting.
0: I know. I want to I stay focused on that because Extra Life is awesome. Uh, it's 24 hours of gaming. It's for a great cause for the Children's Miracle Network. Um, the Adventure Begins is going to be participating. We're going to be helping them out. It's gonna be a big deal. We always we always have a good time doing this. If you recall, this will be our third, third? year. Yes, is,
1: is that, that we've been doing this since we started? So yeah, third. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah,
0: but it's a lot of fun, and we enjoy doing it. It's for good calls. It's for great calls. It's for uh, sick kids. So yeah, it's one of those things you got to do. Okay, so the question I was gonna pose to you before uh, we got rudely interrupted by, by those commercials ourselves. Yeah. Um. God,
1: we're such jerks. <laughs> so here's my question to you. Before you speak, we have an ad. No I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Before you do that, um. See, so you, you pointed out how DC films commercially do well, but critically are kind of pooped on. Mm-hmm. So Martin Scorsese recently came out and said Marvel films are not cinema. What? You haven't heard this? No. You're like the only person in America. Well, that's because they live under two rocks. That's true. So he's got a movie on Netflix coming out called The Irishman, which is, by the way, like his third or fourth mob movie. But he's talking about how superhero movies aren't really original. They don't really push the genre of film. They're not like... He was just hypercritical, and essentially the the, the sum-up is that Marvel films aren't cinema. So then what is... Well, I mean, obviously, he's trying to imply that that like he makes cinema, like that's the obvious takeaway from that is that he is serious about his movies. Well, I have some very strong opinions about that. Um, go
1: ahead, cause like I I, I have some too. I I kind of consider this gatekeeping. One, it's I I think it's gatekeeping, but I think one of my one of the first points that I want to make is that. The Marvel movies have gone under one of the largest undertakings in cinema history. Yeah. Th- in crafting a cinematic universe, which one, a lot of people haven't done outside of, you know, if you want to say like Star Wars. Which or is like taken, Aliens vs. Predators, which takes terrible. Like 30 years and 15 badly disconnected, <laughs> joint, <laughs> disjointed movies over 40 years versus Marvel, who in a Ten year period has put out what twenty something movies.
0: Yeah, I think at this point we're closer to probably twelve years. But yes, it 12 is twelve years.
1: Twelve years in like twenty movies. Yeah, with Avengers Endgame and um, telling one th- of three full phases. Right, building up a billion characters, weaving a massive, complex narrative that all tied to a, a central theme, a central theme, and a central antagonist that we got to see across so two movies where none of those those films work so well independently. And jointly. And jointly. I agree. And I caps agree. off one of the most impressive runs, I think, in cinematic history. Saying that they're not cinema, not everything is going to push the boundaries. But this did. But, but certainly this has. Yeah,
0: I, I don't argue that. I don't argue that at all. I think you're 100% correct in the sense that... Listen, when you go back and you watch films... There are, there are franchises who make two movies in three years and struggle to keep the same cast together. So what that says about what Marvel did, other than Tarrant Tower, there's been very little recasting in this entire universe. And what that says, most importantly, first of all, is that Marvel makes good decisions. Also, in this entire 20-plus film history that they have here,
1: no mistakes. Yeah, there hasn't been a Marvel movie that has completely blundered. No mistakes. There are no failures in right. the Marvel catalog. Even even what people consider weak Marvel movies are still a lot better. Yeah, the they're worst, still above average. To they're still of
0: better them. than most of the DC catalog. If you go, if you're just comparing them to their quote unquote rival, right. Thor: Dark World. Yeah, uh, Thor: it,
1: The Dark World is still
0: it goes i think it, i think it's 700 or 800 million dollars it goes which is
1: which is DC's number 2
0: right it goes right at the top of a DC list and it's the bottom of the Marvel list iron man 2 i think is in a similar spot like i don't know
1: right and with avengers end game being the the highest grossing movie of all time I, uh, I mean like it's like it has so
0: so i guess what his criticism can only be is that it's not about money it's about art and there's not a lot of art to this film and i think you and I are saying that there's clearly
1: a lot of challenge to what they did. I know. I, I Well, one, I think there's tons of art in, in this. Crafting a character is a very important part of cinema. Bel- creating a believable world is a very important part of the craft of cinema. I, you know and what? I, I'm not going to disagree with you. And I think that what Marvel has done is it's created such a world that's so detailed because it's told in the background of all of these different movies across twelve years. And what's most impressive
0: is that this actually lets them leapfrog into other things.
1: Right. They can seamlessly. Take, like they can s-
0: Nick Fury's hanging out on a ship full of scrolls and you don't have a lot of questions about what's going on there because right. they've they've told that story so well.
1: Right. And if you want to be like, well movies are about cultural impact, there's nothing bigger than Marvel.
0: Right, well, and honestly, just the way they've kind of invo- invaded, like, the zeitgeist, like, the pop culture, just membrane. Exactly. They're everywhere. Um, so, I, I do think it's gatekeeping. I also think it's part of, um, and,
1: like, the things, like, like, like one of my favorite examples is, like, Citizen Kane. Like, everyone's like, this is technically the most important movie ever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I've never, But yeah. a lot of, like, film heads will be like, yeah, but it's really boring, and I hate it.
0: No, it is it is apparently really boring. I've never seen it, because, honestly, I, I was one of those, at one point, I was one of the, I was like... I want to watch, you know, the, the 100 films, the list. And uh a couple people talked me out of it and they're like uh like 40 of those films are before like color. Yeah, before color and they're not good. And I was like, "Really?" Yeah, they're not
1: good. Right, like they're important to they're important to like filmmaking and like different concepts, but they're not like they're not necessarily groundbreaking. And like the thing is is that the Marvel movies, I feel like We'd be in a much, like the idea of an action movie is so much different now that Marvel movies exist, because they fill a role that nothing has taken before.
0: Well, the 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 expectation of what you can get out of an action movie. You're right, because before there was almost zero expectation
1: placed on an action movie.
0: Well, it's an action movie.
1: Yeah, it's just an action movie. It's going to be big, dumb, fun. Right, and like it's like, like Fast and the Furious, seven movies Man, over. So true. There is nothing. To there's no substance to those right. Movies. It's all style, and you know what? It's entertaining. It is I, entertaining. I will watch all of them if they were like, hey, we're doing a 17 million hour, all the Fast and Furious. I think back each of them is only 90 minutes. Right, you'll be you'll be fine. You'll be done. Right.
0: In, you'll be done in three hours.
1: Right, they're like they're <laughs> like four hours just Fast and Furious. <laughs> We just, we just cut them all up and blended them all together because it's all the same movie. It's, it is all the same movie. We except just the one that takes place in Tokyo and apparently is not involved in the timeline. But that Asian guy is somewhere else. No, so no, it is in the there. timeline. Yeah, it's just at the very end. Well, they, So this is one of those
0: things that is confusing that Marvel has never had to deal with. Right, the continuity's it, not wrong. Right, they know what they're doing. Fast and Furious had to, they brought him back because he was so popular. So when they did the movie where they basically wanted to bring all the cool people together his character had gone over so well they're like well obviously he's going to be in it then they're like wait didn't he die, die? then they're like you're right he did die at the beginning of that movie that's kind of the whole point of that movie so then they have to they retcon it to where he's in two films and at the end of the second film is where he dies and he's actually killed by Jason Statham who then shows up in the next movie as the bad guy right and it's like well, oh that's weird, but okay, cool. Interesting. So yeah. They like, don't have to do that in Marvel.
1: No, they don't because it's it's a it's a universe and they I, have
0: a plan. I I just so it goes it goes like this. So I think Martin Scorsese, I think uh I like watching politically incorrect with Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. Okay. He has taken a lot of issue with a lot of things that happen in with with the younger people, and I think some of it is gate I think some of it is gatekeeping. Um and for those who don't know, gatekeeping is sort of like when you tell other people that they don't fit into the thing
1: you like. You're not a real video gamer unless you have a gaming PC. Right. Oh, you just
0: you just play phone games and you're not a gamer. Oh, you only read My Little Pony comics, then you're not a comic book fan. Right. Oh, you only draw Spider-Man, well then you don't really draw superheroes. Like, there's all these kind of... Certain people who categorize things in certain ways—right, real fans and fake fans, things like that—and so Bill Maher, he does it. He's, he's, he's had issues with some things, including superheroes and the love of pop culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, well, I grew, I used to like comic books too, but then I grew up and now I like women and wearing suits, and it's like, okay, but that's not
1: like that's not exclusive,
0: right? You could still do those and still like comic. Like, there's all kinds of layers to it. He also is, he's kind of grown against the idea. He thinks it's a form of censorship when people boycott sponsors who are on shows that they don't like. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, famously, a couple of the different people on Fox News have had people boycotting their sponsors after they say something that's, that people find offensive. And so he actually has been defending the Fox News people by getting mad at the idea that, like, oh, you're going after their sponsors. Like, that's kind of undercutting or shady and I feel like it's just gatekeeping. I think it's just times are different now than they were before. And things are different now. And things have changed. And certain people remember things differently. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, oh, well, it used to be this way. And now no one did this before. But really, I think it's just a level of savviness. Like, no one could ever have pulled off what Marvel did. But if you remember, Marvel started off as an, in, like, as an independent studio. Right, and betting that, on themselves, trying something that had never been done before.
1: Right, and that, I think what really, uh, like, what really, what solidifies them as like doing something that film has never done before. That you know, every other film series has been direct sequels with either the same people. Correct. Anything that's larger than like four movies, I feel like, is like decades apart.
0: Well, so there's only I think there's only four franchises, and there might be one or two more now because a couple have done it now. But for a long time, there was only four franchises
1: that had more than ten movies. Right, and it was James Bond, uh, which n- aren't Friday the Thirteenth, which aren't connected. Friday the Thirteenth goes up to I think like ten and gets. Crazy. I think it's the Star Wars or Star Trek, one of the two. Star Wars has, uh, I think no, it, it doesn't have more than ten. Mm, now it does,
0: but... Now it does, but I don't think it did then. Right. Uh, it only had the six, and that was it. I, so I
1: think it was Star Trek at so that probably, point. Yeah, it would make Star Trek would make more sense.
0: Because I think Star Trek had, s- I think,
1: five of the old people, several of the new generation, true, and true, then true. they've so gone... Star Trek, and, and again, then the remakes. And then, again, yeah. disjointed... Not necessarily in a row, right? Different groups, different groups of people.
0: Um, and, and then I think the fourth. And was, even continuity
1: could even be brought into that because it's it, like, how does that fit into the show? Well, yeah.
0: And then when they made the new two movies, I think is what puts them over the top, right? It, it it is very odd. And then Marvel was the fourth. I think now Jurassic Park might be getting close, and then Star Wars is now close. Um. But yeah, I mean these these films there weren't there weren't a lot of franchises that could do
1: this right like they'd be like it's a trilogy we're done
0: yeah well yeah because one of the one of the issues is casting an actor wanting to stay involved this long but Marvel took care of that way in advance you're only gonna have to make one or two movies a year so don't worry about that part we're gonna take care of the rest and that's what they did
1: right and they, and really they've 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 kind of flexed their organizational muscles on getting all these actors together and even when people want to leave that are integral to their, you know, I- integral to their storyline, they, they've they've thought about this well enough that they're like, okay, we can have you walk off here and it'd be a good ending point for your character. Well, what's interesting about that is Robert Downey Jr. had said a couple times that he
0: wasn't sure how much longer he would stay on. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the writers who wrote Avengers Endgame were given no direction about... Who to kill, not kill? Where to go with the character? They were given no input as far as, "Hey, Iron Man and Captain America have to go." Now their contracts were coming up, but there was no conversation about, "Hey, their contracts coming up, so we got to do this." Right. Um, and so, what that says is there's a lot of there's a lot of integrity in working together, like to respect the franchise, because Downey Jr. had already signed a new deal once. Like yeah. it it was I don't think it's out of the realm of possible well, he's gonna be in Black Widow now. Um because that movie's set back in, in yeah, time. Back in time. And so he's gonna be in that. And so there's conversation. I mean, he's already coming back to the franchise. So here's the reality. They probably if, if the writers had kept him in and it had worked, he probably could have stayed on in some capacity. Like, it's not out of the question that these guys could have stayed. Maybe smaller roles or something, but yeah, more cameo-esque, not or know, maybe more money. I mean, I don't know, but like it wasn't out of the reach that they could have stayed. But the writers told a complete story for those guys, and I think that that's what's really intriguing about this.
1: So yeah, they are cinema. If you disagree with that statement, you are just patently false. You just you're you're ignoring. Do you think it's just like the old guard? It's just like, oh, what are movies now? Yeah, I also think it's people who think that like. Do you think I, it's, I, I'm better than that? Like, but he's making a movie for Netflix, right? Yeah, his his movie's not going to do a billion dollars, right? Like, but yeah. he's like, but he's like, but I put effort in mine. Like, it didn't take hundreds, exactly, like a thousand people to craft the Marvel universe.
0: So, um, writer the director John Favreau, uh, when he was making Iron Man, famously, was uncomfortable with how long the credits were because they knew they were going to put in that in credit scene with Samuel L. Jackson. And the first time he's watching through it and the credits are so long, it's like seven minutes of credits or six minutes of credits. And he's like, oh, man, it's really. He's like, it's kind of uncomfortable how long it is. But then I started thinking about how many jobs that is and how many people are, are putting food on the table by being a part of this movie. Mm-hmm. And so that changed his way of thinking. And suddenly the credits became really important to the Marvel Universe. And if you look at the credits for all the films, they do stuff during those credits to kind of keep people there so people have the chance to see their name on the screen. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy did a whole music video on, yeah, it was awesome with David Hasselhoff. I mean, they do... If it's not cinema,
1: I don't want to be cinema. Right. If this isn't cinema, then then cinema has become very, very...
0: Well, and, but things have changed, too, right? Like, there's movies... There's 80s movies that I love to see on TV that would never get made today mm-hmm. because they're, like... They're essentially just story pieces, like here's the story of 20-year-old John Cusack in love with a girl and just trying to figure it all out. And it's got, like, funny actors and comedians and great moments, but it's not really about anything. Right. They don't make movies like that anymore. But now, when they make movies like that, they go direct to DVD or they go direct to, to streaming. Like, the whole paradigm has shifted. And the thing that studios are trying to do now is make successful blockbuster movies. And so people like Martin Scorsese, who maybe aren't box office bombshells right now but are still quality filmmakers. I would I'm still going to watch a Martin Scorsese movie every, you know, any chance I get. Right. It, th- things have moved away from them so they're trying to like lock them out like they're, per- they're trying to protect themselves like well we're the ones who make cinema. They don't make cinema. Yeah. And I think that
1: that's sort of a petty jealousy thing. I think so. But like again it doesn't it doesn't disregard the fact that like yes you do make a good movies. Like it, it doesn't disqualify Yeah, listen,
0: Goodfellas is gonna be great no matter what Martin Scorsese says now that he's old guy, get off my lawn guy, but it is but, sad. What but,
1: but I'm still saying is like even even like his movie is probably gonna be pretty good.
0: The Irish I mean it's got De Niro, it's got it's like got it's, it's Joe kinda, Pesci. It's like probably
1: gonna be good. It's probably gonna be good. It doesn't make Marvel movies less good or less qualified to be good.
0: Right, right, and I think that's sort of the problem.
1: I think that's the problem.
0: Is like some people feel like they still live in a zero sum, right. but but now they're not all, they're not even competing for the same box office dollars. So like it's totally not true anymore. Uh, it's just sad. I th- but I, I think that's part of it. Is like there's the world has changed so much that now you're not even competing with these people. You don't have to take a shot, and he still feels like he has to take two shots at him. You I gotta I to take my shot. All right, we're gonna jump out here when we come back. We got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston
1: Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>
0: Alright, welcome back to some more Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on this lovely Monday, getting the week started. I know that you're ready to crush your week, just like we're crushing this. Alright, uh, last night was the Watchmen debut. Uh, we're not going to talk about it yet. We're going to give people time to watch it, but I hope people have watched it. Like, I'm assuming it's going to do crazy numbers. It's the Watchmen. It's the Watchmen. This is the remix. So, I don't know. I haven't seen it, or I haven't I haven't seen it yet myself. I've got T TiVo. So, I don't know what's going to be different, what's going to be the same, what the story's going to be. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, that's that's going on. Also this weekend, there's a new Tetris World Champion. Oh. Uh. Yeah. There was a, the Tetris World Championships were last weekend, and uh, there's a new champ. I'm not going to get into who it was. I'm not going to name them. They're not world famous. They are Russian. I didn't. I didn't even. Re- I stopped reading the article when I saw that a new person won. Because here's my feeling. First of all, congratulations. You're the best in the world at something. Like enjoy that. Honor that. I don't care. <laughs> there are going to be things in life that people succeed at that I genuinely don't care about. Just like the Joker movie has had zero. It got zero percent on the Corey interest radar. From every, every preview I saw. I had zero interest in the movie from the jump. So weird. I, I, not a single thing in a single preview made me go, oh, that looks interesting. It, there was nothing to the previews. Like, other than him painting his face and then like saying a bunch of weird, creepy stuff. I realize my life is a comedy, not a tragedy. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to laugh by not watching. Like, I don't care. Also, comedies are also very tragic. Right, time. there are plenty of sad comedies. Um, we're going by like the old definition of comedy. Exactly. <laughs> um, Hamlet's a comedy. <laughs> well, in in tragedies are, are where the hero creates their own uh downfall. Right. Like it's a very specific story that's a tragedy. Um, but it's just like I don't but it does raise the question if you could be the world champion at something, what would it be? Oh, man. <sighs> Two things. Go this. What do you want to be world champion of, and what do you think you could be world champion of?
1: Those are both very fair. Uh, Probably be a world champion in Dark Souls. Like, Dark Souls PvP. So, I'm just so, ridiculous at it.
0: So that game that you have spent more hours playing than talking to me. Mm-hmm. You think you you could be the world champion player versus player of Dark Soul?
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, okay, all right. I respect that. What do you want to be world champion of?
1: What do I want to be world champion of? Uh, Vanguard. Vanguard. Yeah. Okay. The card game. Yeah.
0: You you've done okay in that though. Yeah. No. You've, I've you've done.
1: Ranked. I've I've ranked pretty well. I've top aided uh, a couple times. That's a big deal. Yeah. No. Like last not... time you top aided
0: wasn't there a bunch of people? 30 something like and you got top 8. Yeah. I mean that's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's top 25%. Oh yeah. That's that's about where I'm at right now. <laughs> but you but but you want you want to be oh yeah. world champion
1: of Vanguard. Oh yeah. What
0: would you do if you were world champion of Vanguard? I've absolutely no
1: idea what to do with that. All right. Okay. It'd be one of those things where I'm like, "Oh yeah, boys." And then like it wouldn't matter in it a wouldn't year. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um it would prove all my it would prove all
0: my crazy ideas, right? All right, you do you do like to like mix and match a little bit in the in the gaming stuff. You're very into that. I do I do know I do like that about how you game is that you're always looking to create things. So I'll give you full credit for that. Um I think I'm probably a world champion
1: at sleeping. Oh, I 100% agree. I I've I, never seen a person fall asleep faster than you.
0: I don't I, I don't think there's a person on the planet who can just turn it off faster than me.
1: No, yeah. Some people like take the time, and like sometimes you're like, man. Sometimes I'm real restless. But other times I see you, and you're like, all right, I'm going to bed. And then you like it, within thirty seconds, within ten seconds of you saying that, you're gone. <laughs> like you're already snoring.
0: Yeah. When I call Seacrest out, it's over. It's so fast. It's over, and that is uh, that is definitely a superpower that I have, it's where I can dude. just I can just shut it down like right, that. yeah. Where I just literally I just tell everything, we're done hey we're finished for the day we're wrapping it up for a minute and we're then just no. gonna we're just gonna cold break there yeah no I, I and like uh, it like, alright no problem I get some like body cues where like I'm tired and then it's like I have to decide if I'm up or not and then like if I don't want to be up that's fine we can shut it down let's shut it down <laughs> it's uh, like oh we're up oh I don't need to be up boom, boom what's that you'd like a nap yeah I'm in for that let's do that down to zero and then just that's it <laughs> I you're just fall over. I could just fall over if if there were no repercussions like of you physical off. harm, yeah. I would that's I would do that. Like it'd be funnier that way, just walking and shutting it down. Right, it just like the strings are cut off of a puppet. Um, you have fallen asleep mid conversation before? Yeah, because I'm like, tired of talking to you people. No, I have, I have, I definitely have. Um, so what I what do I want to be world champion of? It'd be really cool to be like, like well-recognized for what we're doing. Like, for radio or for comic book, like, it would be really cool. I don't have to be world champion, but it'd be really cool if people were like, you guys have been doing, like, a, like, you know how there are people who are known? Uh, like, uh, uh, the Chicago rapper, uh, Chance, Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. who still is not signed anywhere.
1: No. Oh, that album was... God awful. He, he needed he needed some guidance on the album,
0: but all the little mixtapes and everything he's been oh, releasing. His
1: One of them was done in a, done in a day.
0: And but they're all great.
1: They're all really good. And
0: he's known now for being this independent, free artist who can go anywhere and do anything. Right, looking at you, Kit Kat. Yeah, Kit Kat
1: spokesperson, Kit Kat, the, spokesperson. The, the Kit Kat <laughs>
0: commercial. I don't know, like that level of like anonymity and freedom, and like recognition of his talent. I would like that. That's what I would like. Nice. Be cool if people were like, "Yeah, man, you do that radio thing, you do the comic book thing, like like people knew my name as that, but right. also specifically that I wasn't like how many people are iHeartRadio or how many people are like uh the other one now, the uh I'm blanking on even what it's called now. radio.com. <laughs> I th- that is that is one of the new streaming chains now. But um like, like, how many people are, like, to one of the big companies? Almost all of it comes from one. Like, almost all great. Like, Joe Rogan's the only independent. Yeah, really. Uh, so, like, I want to be, like, that level of radio podcasting
1: where people, like, I be. I just, want, I just want the Joe Rogan podcast.
0: I don't know. I don't want to be. I mean, maybe. Eh, I wouldn't be mad about that. Like, he's got a good run. There's a lot of weird stuff that he brings on where people now, like, mock him a little bit for that. No. I just think I th- I just think he he's at like he's at like a million episodes right now he's like four hundred something, well, I mean he set it up now to where it's
1: like the best gig ever I think it's in his house now, that's oh, awesome like like th- he just invites people over and then some like he just invites some like crazy people like I remember one that I I, I listened to Well, the Alex I don't Jones ones is crazy right well that one I think because he doesn't he know Alex Jones
0: they're like but their buddies through this like this is where they met is he like found him and brought him on and Alex Jones like credits Joe Rogan for like credibility that's fair. But, like, when Alex Jones comes on there, he talks about, like, the... I'm not an Alex Jones person. I kind of hate the guy. But when he gets on there, he goes on these weird tangents where it ends in psychic vampires. Okay? Like, there's no level of the not-crazy spectrum where we end on psychic vampires. Like, once you get out that far out there... I don't
1: know. Psychic vampire repellent. is sold by <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: <laughs>
1: it's... I don't know if that's the best joke you've ever made or true.
0: It's true. Oh, my God, Nico. That is so great. All right. Let's jump out of here on all that. Meanwhile, you guys use this week to become world champions of whatever you're doing. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Check out Cox ATA and The Adventure Begins. Uh, Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.